Carter here. I am with the band. If you guys want to announce yourself. Almost made the mixtape. Hey. So I'm here with Casey. Brendan. And Todd. Nice to meet you guys. Nice to meet you. Nice to meet you. Thanks for having so, us. So it's cool to have them in here. We had, you know, someone sent me a list of questions to start with, so we're just gonna see if like my between my technology if any of it is capable of loading. <laughs> but yeah, um, until then, uh, tell us a little bit of background or fun fact, something like that. Not to make you feel like a professor in a course, but... <laughs> yeah, absolutely. So, uh, we, uh, the band almost made the mixtape started probably, I'd say, maybe officially about a year ago. Yeah. Um, we started recording uh, our EP, Attaboy, and that's what kind of kick-started it. Uh, we had a couple of EPs before that. Uh, but that was under a different band name, and they were they were years before. So we uh, we kind of brought those songs back in and started writing new songs for the Attaboy EP. And uh, it was it was Brendan and myself that kind of started it. And then I uh, I found out that Todd here I thought he had moved out of town, but uh, realized that he was uh, back in town and is one of the best bassists I know. So I said, Dude, do you want to come join us? And he was all for it, so... Todd's yeah. too humble. He, 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 gets, he gets less credit than what he should. He's, he's a good guy. Look at the blush. <laughs> all about that. But yeah, I was excited to join. I'd been, it had been a while since I'd gotten to play live music, and I was really excited to have the chance to get back into that. Nice. All right, so... We got a little bit of that background covered. Doing Sierra's list. All right. So... How did you get the band name? <laughs> you know, I actually came up with it like years ago, probably uh, senior year of high school. And um, I, I honestly was just sitting around like, what would be like a cool name for like a pop punk band? <laughs> and like, I was just throwing around completely random words, but like, I always thought, I mean, it's kind of stupid, but I always thought like mixtape was kind of a cool word. So I was like, oh, yeah. I want to kind of like put that in a band name. And so that's how we came up with this one. but. Um, I mean, I, I honestly think it's 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 a fun name, you know? and it, it's not reflective of our age. Although we do remember, <laughs> I remember at least as the old. I I remember making mixtapes and, and cassettes even back in the day. So yeah, they were CDs by the time I was in high school. <laughs> you know, Whatever, you know, I think I had I think I had like one cassette of something. Then my sister, who's four years younger, I think she like tore the tape yeah. out or something oh, like that. Yeah. And I was just like, and I was like five, and I'm like, I don't know how I'm gonna fix this. So. <laughs> That was like my last cassette, RIP 2001. It was the end of the world. I did that once. My, my dad got so mad at me because like, I was like five years old, right. went upstairs, found the whole shelf of cassettes. Oh, I no. went through every one of them and unraveled that tape. Because it's fun at the time. He comes home from work and just sees this pile of tape and like empty cassettes next to it. Yeah, he wasn't. He wasn't oh, sorry. God. It well, doesn't sound fun. I remember my first cassette tape, Savage Garden. Wow. Yeah. That was a throwback. Yeah, it was. That is a throwback. <laughs> <laughs> uh, nice. Let's see. Do you have one or like a few inside jokes, funny band stories, or funny moments that you feel people should know about? Well, I would say. Uh, one of our funniest stories, this is back when we were actually in our, our old band. Um, and, and the old band's name was, was Way Past Saturday, which again was me trying to throw like random things together to try and make it sound cool. I don't know if that one worked as well, but um, we, were, we were playing a show in uh, Hamtramck, and uh, it was at Smalls. Okay. And it was, it was a really cool venue, but you know, we got there, this was like the dead of winter. It was it was like January sixth or something and it was probably like like a foot of snow, something like that. It was just terrible traffic and weather and so like we got there and I was driving with my uh, friend Andy who was in the old band and uh, he was he had a Mustang. And Mustangs don't do so great in the winter. So like we're in the middle of Hamtramck and just get like stuck in the middle of this alley. And, and so we're, we're trying to like shovel our way out and it takes us like an hour, but we finally do. And then we get up to the venue and uh, the, the guy who's, who's letting us in is like, yeah, so um, it looks like you guys are all here, that's good. 
we're like, okay, yeah, do we have like a specific place to park or anything? And he's like, oh, there's this spot, this big lot right back here, but you don't want to go there because all your stuff's going to get stolen. Oh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I guess we're not doing that. And and one of our friends, like, I mean, going to be honest, he was he was kind of terrified to be. There. He was he was very young at the time. He was very as well. young at the time, and and the second he said it, he literally it was it was so funny. It was like he's like, all right, let's go, and he like turned to leave. He like gets back in the car. We're like, we're not gonna just like not do the show, right? But he was he was ready to book it out of there. More recently, I think one of the one of the best stories was uh, I think it was the first show we played. Getting back together has almost made the mixtape with a band called Garden of Soul. And we opened up for them, but at the end when they were they were thanking us during the set and everything, for the life of them, they couldn't get our name right. We were yeah. almost making the mixtape and all kinds of variations of that without actually hitting almost made the mixtape. Almost making that mixtape. Almost making that mixtape, yep. Nice. It was, and like, so we call ourselves that a few, you know, once in a while, because I mean, why not, right? Right. Nothing wrong with a little bit of a brand change. It sticks. <laughs> like, well, he... You know, and I mean, they were really cool, but it was, it was just a weird, nice. it was a weird pair up. Cause like, it was us with like these dudes who were like, you know, probably close to their forties and they were, you know, playing like kind of more eighties, nineties hard rock. And it was really cool. I mean, no disrespect at all, but it was just, it was weird because it wasn't at all like our scene. It was a very weird, weird mix, mismatch of, of, of music. And a lot of the crowd was, was actually their crowd and they were all like they had this wedding that they were going to the next day so like they were all kind of getting together and just getting like pretty much plastered watching like their friends play and and we were the openers and we we're just kind of like yeah so <laughs> hang just, out is there yeah right get but a little rowdy was... asking for all the stone couple pilot covers the yeah. band oh, God. <laughs> Foo Fighters the Foo yeah. Fighters <laughs> Like, wait, not yet! Let's yeah. do our thing! Uh, <laughs> you hear a Green Day cover? Yeah. <laughs> Walk a lonely road. I can't even do the voice. <laughs> oh my god. Uh, that's, I think that's, that's why those, those two Green Day covers we did fit so well. I think that was the most, yeah. the most crowd <laughs> response we got out of them was when we played uh, and when stuff off of, yeah. Yeah. Right. So it worked out. We were like, okay, Excellent. we, we got we to gotta rewind, like, 20 years yeah. we're gonna do anything to make this crowd happy was that like your best crowd interaction or do you have any other fun crowd interaction <laughs> oh my oh that one was I that mean, one was fun but I, I think personally my favorite crowd that we had was uh, I think it was the next show we played was the Halloween show down in oh, uh, Livonia Westland at, Westland, Westland yeah. yeah at uh, Token, Lounge. Token Lounge yeah that was a really really good because it was a cover band and it was all like a cover show, so we dressed up as Green Day. We did. We covered Green Day, and everything. Everyone thought me and Casey were both dressing as Billy Joe, sure. and it was hilarious. Yeah, we, we found out that awesome. Trey and Billy Joe look basically the same. Yeah. So if one of the people dressing up as that outfit looks more like Billy Joel, people are gonna think that's who's supposed to be Billy Joel. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, you know, and, and what was I think the coolest part of that show was. It was the first time we really got to play with like a bunch of different bands that are in our same like genre. So like yeah. the crowd was so much more responsive. There are people like, we were friends with too. Yeah, we've known like, these bands for we, a long time. Yeah, there were like like it was. I mean, Aim Lower was the band that was hosting it, and it was like them and Anti Ghost, Anti Ghost, and like all these really cool like alternative bands and. So we were just happy to even be a part of it. Yeah. It was awesome. And, and I think the, the coolest thing was to actually start playing a song and to hear more of the crowd singing it and to actually be able to interact and jump around and everything was yeah. phenomenal. It was so much fun. Yeah. For a night, we actually got to be Green Day, and that was yeah. cool. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> All right, so we can take a little break here. I'm just going to play one of their songs. Okay. It, they are found on SoundCloud and Spotify. This one is called Sweet Surrender, so... Take a listen. Sometimes I forget all that I know to focus on my chances at self you. She was all that mattered since day one. It seems way too soon to be done. Her voice. 
So we're back. We, uh, I hope you found that song good. I heard a bit of it. I like it. I, we were talking about um, the memes that I write on the whiteboard, though, so... I got distracted. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah, you guys impressive. are missing out by not seeing these right now. Yes, like, like my John Wayne at the first Thanksgiving meme. <laughs> my remix of My Neck, My Back by Kia. <laughs> my Neck, My Back, My Anxiety Attack. I mean, what else? There's some meme gold here. Thank you. <laughs> uh, let's see. There were a few other questions. Um, how often do you guys practice? We try and do uh, once a week for about, I'd say, two, three hours. Yeah. yeah. Unless we have a show coming up. Then. And then we, we, we kind of we, we hammer in on the practice. Yeah. I'd like to be able to practice more. See, as, as the drummer, <laughs> I live in an apartment right now, and I can't really set my kid up in my apartment because I'll get yelled at. Unless... It's an electric kit. <laughs> I've We've been, been nagging him, like, since dude, the beginning. just go for it. <laughs> just first. get the electric, the electric kit. It'll just get, like, a crappy one for $300. It's right. fine. Like, we just need a, like, and, I mean, honestly, like, he, he drums so well, even yeah. with, like, being able to practice at, you know, we, we practice at my dad's place, because, I mean, we're not in any of our apartments, and we're not, yeah. you know, yeah. getting people angry. Uh, so, like, and my dad's totally cool with it, which is awesome. Nice. So, if you're listening, thank you, Dad. <laughs> <laughs> shout out to shout out to the dad. The dad. The thank dad. you for making this possible. So then they don't <laughs> get yelled at and have uh, fines, fines and stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Addiction is bad. True. It, I almost it, got in trouble yeah. for practicing. Like, <laughs> really? I like, oh yeah, no, like I. Uh, some of it was bass and one of other instruments, but one of my neighbors like filed a noise complaint, I guess. <laughs> he didn't come talk to me, he just filed a noise complaint, and then when my lease was up, I went to like switch properties, and the landlord was like, no, you have a, you have a noise complaint against you, so I had to like Find put a bunch of other stuff in my contract, like, oh, well, what if you can evict me? Like, Get another one. And that was the right. only way I could, I could find a place to live. So, right. my, my music almost got you in trouble. Yeah. Music almost made you homeless, is what you're saying. That's how much this band needs to make. Exactly. He almost went homeless for this thing. We're gonna yeah, for it's a good drunk kid. Almost made you homeless. <laughs> exactly. Perfect. So, this means you guys better come to the Broken Heart Smash because these guys have dedicated themselves. Yeah. So, you better appreciate it. Yeah. We, we, we're now super, super poor and we, we need support. <laughs> 
I mean, we, we were before this also. Oh, but, yeah, you know, yeah. This <laughs> So, actually, uh, yeah, I mean, get the part where you can get it, you know, right? <laughs> That's right, we'll take it. <laughs> uh, let's see. So this one was just left as career aspirations? Career oh, aspirations. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we'll take that how... Question mark. Yes. I like it. <laughs> Uh, okay, well, I, I mean, I guess I'll go first. Go for uh, it. During the day, I am a, a software developer. Excellent. Um, uh, so I, I, I like to take the creativity to the, the professional realm, but if I could make music my full-time job, I, I would. And I, I plan on doing it, hopefully soon. Um, I might have lines on jobs that will allow for more time for tours and things. So you guys gotta you gotta get with me on this. Very <laughs> cool. I like it. Odd. All right. Uh, yeah, I'm uh, currently a production planning specialist for an automotive supplier. So a bunch of like supply chain kind of stuff. Nice. A little bit less creativity in my job than Brandon. Yeah. <laughs> yeah no. I, I guess we'll see where this goes. I have no idea what I want to do with my career either. So yeah, we get the make it bigger something. Gotta go on tour. Right? You know, there you not go. that uh, set on my current career. So. <laughs> Tour <laughs> wins. <what> yeah. <laughs> I'm currently uh, at United Shore. I'm actually a mortgage underwriter there. And uh, it's, I mean, it, there's no creativity whatsoever in that job. <laughs> Which, I mean, it kind of like, it, that's why like I love the practices and the shows and stuff so much because like it's such a release because I mean, I literally sit there all day and look at like title documents and stuff. I mean, it's a good job, but like it's I'm I'm just staring at documents all day. So right. there's no creativity whatsoever. And then you know we get to go and be loud and obnoxious, you know, after work, and that really helps. Right. But like I would love to make music a full time job because that's definitely like I, I think for all of us. That's like yeah, I think for 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 all of us here, music is is a huge thing. I mean, music is means so much to me. And it, go so much further back in my life as, as music as a creative outlet and, and, and just a, a way to express myself because I normally am not very good at expressing myself with words but music on the other hand is... Just hit drums really yeah. really Yeah, I, I hit things and I feel better. <laughs> you seem to be pretty good with words when it comes to lyrics though. Yeah, well, the few that you've seen. There are some stinkers, <laughs> trust me. Is he being too humble? When's the win? Oh, yes. <laughs> don't be humble! Hang on, I don't have... I don't have... Oh, there we go. Don't be humble! <laughs> Sad. For those for those not in the station, I just uh, waved a pen at him because I don't have a ruler. So, and that was I mean it was a great job. Like that was that was yeah. some threatening stuff. Thank you. I was scared. thank you. I was that wasn't even directed at. Yeah. Oh yay! Was, I was like, okay. Sierra, I'm sorry. I'm threatening band members now, accidentally. I'm sorry, DJ Kitty. I'm sorry. Don't don't fire me, please. I I kind of like being here. <laughs> <laughs> Breaking the third wall. Yeah. <laughs> uh, definitely. I mean, is there a third wall? No, there are four wall. Maybe fourth wall. Third wall. Yeah, there's a fourth, fourth wall. Fourth wall break. Fourth wall. Oh yeah. yeah. I fourth mean, if you break, include this, then there's but... a fifth wall. But like, <laughs> fifth Close wall. Enough, right? Wow, we're getting uh, extra dimensional here. We're getting like That's into my existential crisis mode, man. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, how long have you guys been playing instruments, dabbling in music? Etc. 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 How guys have you? How long, basically, how long have you been into making and doing your own music? Middle school. Middle school. I right. joined the thing in middle school called Thunder Drummers. Um, my music teacher in Oxford High School or middle school was fantastic, Jan Flynn. She really. I, I always loved music, but I didn't think I could play anything because I, you know, I tried to pick up a guitar and strings scare me. Casey has tried teaching me guitar numerous times, and I'm, I can play one song. Right now, currently, um, brain stew. By yeah, brain day. exactly. But um, no, I, I, I middle school, and then my first drum kit I got uh, a year later, like eighth grade, grade eight, and I've been playing ever since. I've been in multiple cover bands, and I've always wanted to do more creative things because I, I write a lot of lyrics as well. But all of the cover bands I was in just want to do covers. Can we that, hear that's a story fun. about the Motley Crue cover band? Uh, oh, I like yeah. stories. So, <laughs> do tell, child. 2008, uh, young me was uh, practicing to be a, 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 a reborn Tommy Lee Jones for Motley Crue. And uh, we, uh, I was in a, a cover band, and we we played a lot of a lot of gigs, and it was 
it wasn't like playing a band with like with these guys. Like these guys are my friends, and like I can like you know we hang out and you know we're goofy and practice isn't always so serious. But but these guys, these guys were hardcore, wanted to do it, but they were like dreamed to be that all they did was covers. And I wrote a couple songs for them, and it was bad. We were we were called Half Empty. And <laughs> Taking that pessimistic approach. That's right. <laughs> I like it. Uh, the 80s hair metal. But uh, I remember a show we played for, I think it was our first really, really big gig, and we were playing a show for Emerald Theater, um, back when Emerald Theater was still really big. And uh, we got all, you know, we were playing the show, and about halfway through the set, without telling me, they all just decided to walk off the stage. So I didn't follow them. I took the opportunity to, to fill the time with an epic drum solo that got captured on video, which was very cool. And then they came back out, and we resumed playing. And I think it was after the show, as I was packing all my gear up, the, uh, the sound guy basically came up to me and said, what are you doing with these guys? You should go and actually write creative music. And I think that was kind of the kick in the pants I needed. And then college came around, and I met Casey, and he had a... Uh, Asked if I wanted to audition. It was love at first sight. Yeah, it was, pretty much. Total bromance going on. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, it was, it was cool, and we've been, we've been jamming and writing music ever since. That I was uh, in a poetry class, too, just to make it that much more romantic. That's, yes. like, literary like, romantic. Yeah. It was, it was pretty great. It's a story of true love. My heart will go on in the background. <laughs> Except not like the regular. I want like the bad recorder version where it's like... <laughs> okay, so side note real quick about that. Celine Dion, My Heart Will Go On. When I was five years old, my mom told me with like all seriousness, she's like, you know, I actually sang this song. And like she was just doing it to like mess with me. And I believed her for like two years. I was going around like, my mom sings this song. And like all my friends were like... What are you talking about? Like, they were like six, seven years old and they were still looking at me like, dude, are you high? Like, for real? But like, I was so committed to it. I thought for sure she was being honest. And so like, I mean, now I can't ever trust her again. That's just right, like I mean, that's, that's just gotta break gone. it. Yeah, I don't have quite as many fun stories with uh, music playing, but um, I started when I was like 10. Back in fifth grade, shout out to Brian Pollitt. Uh, he's still the band director anywhere. Anymore. Shout out to Brian. Well, his son actually went to, went here. Like you, ben. Oh, dang. yeah, Ben, ben Pollitt. So if you're listening, Ben. You Hi, Ben. Great. Anyhow, I actually started off playing trumpet, not bass. I played that for a long time. Played that all through high school. But I started playing bass when I was like 14, I think. So about 10 years now. One of my brothers started playing bass when. He was like 11 or whatever, and it's just around, so I picked it nice. up and started playing it. <laughs> actually played played some uh, like talent shows, just doing covers. I did one with Casey. That didn't go so great. Sorry. <laughs> no, because the dude that we were singing with, like, we didn't we didn't actually get to play. Yeah, we didn't practice together like at all. No, we, we got together five minutes before the, like this talent show thing started, and then we practiced like through one song one time, and then we were the supposed to be the last act to go on, and like. The, the guy who was singing in our band was singing another person's band and like he was going like hardcore screamo in their band and actually ended up like spinning the mic and totally busting it and it was the only working mic that they had mm -hmm. so like they were just it was just kind of this awkward like the one of the teachers just went on there and was like all right everybody go home <laughs> that's that's the uh, talent show <laughs> just that was the tear yeah. single tear like it was probably a blessing in disguise though because, like, we seriously didn't practice what at all. What were we supposed uh, to even be playing? We were going to do Dear Maria from oh, All Time Row, right. oh, and then Avenue. Lifestyles of Rich and Famous from Good Charlotte. And yeah, I don't think I actually knew that song. <laughs> yeah, that actually worked out really well for me now that I think about that. <laughs> there used to be a lot worse about learning songs. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, here, give me five, like, give me the tabs, give me five minutes, and, like, he'll know it. And it's crazy. Like, <laughs> we've done easy stuff so far. Well, come on. For bass, I should say. Is, is everyone here just being too humble? Do I need yes, my pen? Yes, they're all, both of them are being super <laughs> humble. Todd's like, amazing, Casey's amazing. It's actually I, just Brendan. I would be surprised if, if they couldn't, you know, hear a song once and pick it up. Casey still amazes me with things like yeah, when we're writing or whatnot, like I'll put something out and like instantly he's like, this would sound cool. And it's like sick guitar riff. And I'm like, yeah, do that again. Playing songs he hasn't played in like 
And he still plays them flawlessly. Like, oh, I forgot I like, messed it up once. He's like, oh, sorry, guys. Sorry about that. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, dude. We don't know this at all. <laughs> we are pulling out a couple old songs for the show, too. So that's all right. Like, like great. Really old songs. Really for us. old. Like, Off six the years album. old. Stuff six like years. That. So that's going to be fun. Nice. Just going to see how it goes, kind of. There you great. go. Anyway, Luke Casey had you start in music. So, like, I got interested in guitar probably when I was like five years old and it wasn't because I wanted to be a musician because my mom sang my heart will go on. It wasn't of that. <laughs> That'd it was, be a good story though. It was, uh, I, I remember actually the reason why I wanted to start playing guitar was weirdly enough because of that movie Honey I Grew the Kids where like oh. that like toddler like gets like huge and like grabs that guitar logo and starts like playing it and like I just thought the guitar looked so cool and so I, I, my dad got me like one of those like really cheap toy guitars and I became that like tool kid who like brought his guitar to school with him every day. Anyway, here's Wonderwall. Yeah. <laughs> right, exactly. And so like I was, I, I did it like every day I would bring the guitar and didn't know how to play anything. But like, you know, just, you know, bring it with me. And finally when I was like 10 years old, my dad got me like my first actual guitar. And it was like this really weird small Spanish acoustic guitar. But I remember learning how to play, like, I think it was like, Shoe Fly Don't Bother Me or something. And I was like, I'm a rock star. <laughs> like, this is it. This is my calling. And, like, but I started, like, writing stuff when I got to be, like, 12 years old. And um, I got into, like, a lot more, like, the, you know, pop punk scene when I was, like, 13, 14. Um, and, you know, if, if Andy Bowen's listening, big shout out to him because he's, he's one of the people who got me into that style so much. And, uh, like, you know, so from then on, it was just, like, Blink-182, Sum 41, Newfound Glory, like, that was my life, and I just wanted to write stuff like that. So, nice. you know, and that's been the same ever since. Like, I, I feel like I haven't changed since I was, like, 13, so it's kind of cool. Like, I'll, I'll take that. I, I mean, I'd like to drop the, like, you know, embarrassing 13-year-old stuff. But no, that's what, that's what makes know. the best music. Come on now. <laughs> True. It's all about whining about relationships that go wrong. <laughs> Amen. Uh, I, I'm just flash flashback to my 13 year old self who was very much into my guitar and like nothing else. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and I just I found a picture of myself and I was I was like I wonder if I towered over everyone like I do right now. <laughs> and then for viewers or listeners who don't know I am 5'11", so. I looked at a picture of myself, and then there was, like, my mom, my sister, and a few friends, and then there was, like, me, <laughs> like, a foot up here, and I'm like, oh, so I've always been that way. Okay. Good to know. <laughs> That's right. All the time, everyone gets your growth spurt. Right? I'm still waiting on my growth spurt, by the way. <laughs> just pull a Jenna Marbles. Just grow seven inches when you're 32. <laughs> I want to be tall. I'll take it. I'll take it. <laughs> uh, let's see. Any other... Who would you say your biggest, let's see, I, I think we covered a lot of this, but I guess it was a question, like, your individual influences, like, okay. in terms of artists and stuff. Because I know we talked about it a few times. Yeah, I think for me, surprisingly, I grew up, my parents were really big into... Crew? No, no, not at all. No, I, and I, I can't stand Motley Crue now this, to, to this day, ever <laughs> since then, no. But um, I grew up in a, a, a lot of with a lot of 80s arena rock. So I grew up with, you know, like Def Leppard and Journey and, you know, even so far back as like Genesis and the Police. So I, I was a I was a huge fan of Phil Collins and he mm -hmm. was I think my my reason for getting into percussion was Phil. Thank you, Phil. He was uh, he was he was great. Him and um um God, I I can't now I'm on the spot. I can't remember the guy's name. The the original drummer for Journey when they toured in 1982, um, Steve Smith. Steve Smith. Yeah, he was a uh, he was a big influence on me as well. That's cool, dude. I didn't know that. <laughs> now you know. I'm learning so much about you, Todd. What about you, man? Um. So my influences, I guess. Aren't necessarily people who sound like me, whose style I, I try and emulate as so much as just people who um, inspired me to just to get into bass in the first place. So they're a little all over the place. But um, I guess some of the stereotypical ones like Mike Dern from Green Day, um, 
flea from the chili peppers, but also people, like, really I would say that the person who inspired me the most was like Victor Wooten, and then some of the other more jazzy bassists, Jakob Pastorius, uh, Marcus Miller, um, Kevin Brewer, like that. You being all sophisticated, Todd. <laughs> no, look, I don't at know, look at that eclectic It was just like right? the first time I'd ever heard people use a bass as like a solo instrument. It wasn't just like, oh, I'm going to play the guitar, like the rhythm guitar, but lower. It was people right, saying, right. hey, this is a real instrument. Like, I can write a whole yeah. song without anybody else. Yeah. Like, right. I don't need anyone This is a legitimate else. instrument. I'm going to treat it that way. Right. Which is just so eye-opening for me. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's really cool. Nice. What about you, Casey? Ah. I think for me, like one of, I mean, one of my favorite artists, like even now, um, is is actually Billy Joel. Like I remember growing up, and my mom and dad had like the essential Billy Joel, like <laughs> you know, collection of like forty of his hit songs, mm -hmm. and like I just remember being like I loved every single one of them, and so Billy Joel's always been a big one for me. But then like definitely. Um, I think bands that have been like the biggest influence on me have been like Jimmy Eat World um, and Blink-182. I mean like, mine's kind of boring because like I just wanted to be like every other kid in like, you know, the early mid-2000s that I wanted to sing like Tom DeLonge. So like, that's kind of where I took it and I, I kind of like, when I first started writing songs, I was trying to sing like exactly like him. And I would listen to recordings of myself and I'd be like, Ah, this is horrible. Like, <laughs> what am I doing? And like, so I finally started doing my own thing. But I mean, still, I, I would say like Tom DeLonge has been like a massive influence for me. Even if he's kind of gone a little nut now and like he's chasing after aliens. We don't like, talk about that. He's, I, I miss him so much. Though. <laughs> This train is like back. alien following group. No offense to Matt Skiba, he's great, but I, I miss Tom. He was kind of holding the band back, though, for a while. Yeah, he was also um, real bad live, if I recall. He'd forget the words and be drunk all the time. Oh, dude, he, he, sound, like, he, he sounds horrible on stage. Because he doesn't try and sing. He's just, he just kind of like, he doesn't sing the lyrics. He just kind of, like, into the mic, and it just doesn't work. Little do you know, that's that's how aliens talk, Casey. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's been sending messages the whole time. Start hearing the X-Files theme, like, playing in the background. <laughs> That was great harmonizing. It was fantastic. Sam over here. You want to be in the band? Yeah. I mean, you're in. if you're okay with me going, ah. It's called backup vocals. Yeah, true. It's backup vocals. <laughs> I'm, a, I'm apparently, if I try enough, I can sound like Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees. But we can do Barry Gibb from the Bee Gees. He can fit that I, a friend, a friend convinced me to do karaoke because I was sitting there like jamming and I was doing the high voice and he was like. I'm signing you up for karaoke, and I'm like, please don't. And then he does it. <laughs> he puts my name as Amy instead of Amelia. And then I'm like, it's like, so Amy's going to sing Staying Alive. And I'm like, okay, at least these people in the part don't know my actual name. So I get up there, and I'm like, ah! I'm like, I'm like shaking. Like, my legs are physically just like wobbling. Like, I can barely stay, and I'm like, ah! Help! Uh, karaoke. I think the favorite, my favorite song that I karaoke is uh, Skater Boy. Oh, oh. Okay. I, I sing you the hell out of that. You have never told me that you karaoke. Yeah, can we can I talk have. about that a little bit? Okay. I have. You just don't I pay karaoke attention. in general. How often do you go to karaoke? Every once in a while. Oh, it's fun. Come on, man. every day. Oh, I don't. I never do no that. judgment. My, my older brother went to karaoke with one of his friends from work a couple of years ago, and, and the guy had so many drinks and then went up there and, and tried to sing Devil Went Down to Georgia. He got as far as Devil went down, and he went down. Like, <laughs> right on the stage, it was awesome. Like it was, it was pretty great. So is his nickname Satan now? Oh yeah, nice. Yeah. <laughs> He's never gonna let that down. Nice. Uh, uh, let's see, do I have any other questions? Um, well, I've used up all my questions on the list, and I'm not creative enough. So I don't know if you guys have anything else you feel the need to share or any thing at all, I don't know. We're super open. I think we, we're, at least not for me, me, me and Casey, and more that I talk to Todd, we're oversharers, so we, we talk about everything. <laughs> yeah, we kind of do. Yeah. Yeah. So we do have a question That's for fine. you, though. You said you play guitar. I did. I have not picked it up. Let's see. I played from age 12 to 
17 and then wow. I'm 22 now I have not picked it up in so long it's sitting in my apartment the strings need to be replaced they're rusted <laughs> like this is how long it's been since I've touched it because I tried to play something like a few months back and I was like maybe I'll get into like the plucking again and I'm like cool like let me go for that challenge I was trying five years back time to pick it up again and then I couldn't do it and I was like oh you made it further than I have. If you're worried about the strings, just get a bass, and it will, you can keep those strings on there for like 10 okay, years. Yeah, I, I changed my bass strings for the first time, and to be fair, I didn't start off with this when I was 14, but I probably got the bass I play now for shows, and I was like 18, I think. I'm 24 now, so first time in six years, right before our uh, Halloween show. First time I'd ever switched out my bass strings. And you were not expecting them to be that yeah. expensive, were you? No, they're like 50 bucks. Yeah, I, no, I didn't know that either. <laughs> Which is like, that expensive. I go, like, I remember Brendan and I were going to record the Attaboy EP. We're going to the studio, and, oh, by the way, if Mark's listening, big shout-out to Mark Stewart from Hi, the Mark. studio. We love you, Mark. We love you. So, like, but we're about to make fun of you a little bit. So <laughs> like, Prepare for the roast. We, turn it down a little bit. Well, because, like, we, we get, the, you know, we're, we're five minutes away, and he's he calls us, and he's like, hey, so uh, the strings on my bass at the studio are, like, pretty worn, so I think it probably would be best to buy some new strings before you guys come over here. We're like, okay, cool. So we stop at the Guitar Center, and it's, like, five minutes from the studio. And we're like, all right, so let's, let's go grab these strings. And I'm thinking they're going to be, like, five bucks. I mean, you get like guitar regular strings. guitar strings. Yeah. yeah. Guitar strings are like five bucks. I'm like, okay, let's just grab these and go. I get there and we bring them up to the counter and dude's like, yeah, that'll be $50. I'm like, wait, what? Like, <laughs> these aren't even going on my base. <laughs> <laughs> Who needs these, these $50? All I could think of was, oh, so Mark didn't get the base strings conveniently enough. Yeah. <laughs> Waited until we were on our way and realized, oh, I don't think these strings are going to be acceptable. We, we're going to need some new ones. At least your guys' instrument's kind of cheap. If I break something, like, and I break a oh, lot of screwed. things, it's, I, I'm, like, basically, like, selling plasma. Do, you, you could just throw, just throw your drum set at Viking Funeral. It's fine. I, I, heck, it's going gonna, it's gonna to come with me. That, that kit, I've had that kit, and it's the same kit that I play with now. I've had that kit since I was... 12. Nice. It's seen better So that days. is like your baby. Yeah. I, I, I wanna, I, I'm never gonna get rid of it, but I wanna get a new kit, and I, it's like, it's like picking a favorite child. Not an electric kit. Oh, like yeah. A, like a, like a nice, also, nice electric show kit. one. Electric yeah, yeah. kit. Yeah. I, it's we'll it's not gonna go away. Just hear Casey whispering to you while you're asleep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I think um, I th last. I gotta work on the subliminal messaging. You know? Just like, yeah. just like <laughs> flash on the movie screens, just like flash for half a second. Just <laughs> You're just gonna stick headphones in my ear and have a recorded of your voice by the electric kit. You know you want to. Like a fun ASMR video. Yeah. AMTM. I was thinking. I was thinking the Dexter's Lab, where the record got stuck on like omelette du fromage, and then he was just saying omelette du fromage. Oh my god! I love that day. episode. Just do it like, but it's just electric kit, so it's electric kit, and then all he can ask for is electric kit. <laughs> that would be amazing. Wait, so did you watch Ed, Ed and Eddie at all? Like, yeah. So Ed, Ed and Eddie was like my favorite show growing up. Like, the best. I actually found a song someone did of a cover of that. But continue, story. No way, are you serious? So there is a band called Jawbreaker. They have a deathcore cover okay. of "That's yeah. My Horse." No it's on Spotify. Way. I know that. I found it the other day by, or not the other day, last week, Baxin, because we were. Screwing around with my friends Alexa, and I was like, Alexa, play That's My Horse. And it was like, That's My Horse by Jawbreaker on Amazon Music. And it's also on Spotify. And That's awesome. I wonder if I can find it. I can play it for you guys if you want. But I mean, I'm not totally into that. that. That's awesome. Let's see, That's My Horse. That's art. That's what that is. That is art. That's beautiful. And it starts out with like the accordion, too. So we're going to like listen to this, oh y'all. Like, hold, hold on. We are going to have fun.
yeah, so we hope we hope you enjoyed that cover of That's we, My Horse. Can we all agree that was the greatest thing it's ever been? That was pretty yeah. awesome. Yeah, it is the greatest thing. Like, oh my god, we're going to be a deathcore band now. We've, we've yeah, you got to be a deathcore band now. That's like the only solution. But who wants to play the accordion? Because like, I'm I mean, totally in. Okay. He's in. He's they do it with polka suits all the time, right? I can figure it out somehow. See, that's what Whitechapel and Chelsea Grin are missing, is an accordion player. Yes. Yeah. That's yes. what they need. <laughs> and then they're set. Gotta get on that, like, it's like folk metal almost. Like, uh, yeah. like, like, Hailstorm and pirate metal kind of stuff. Yeah, like, like Alpha, just... why not have that? There you go. Why not have it all? Oh, my God. Oh. Thank you for sharing that wonderful experience. Yeah, I got you. You, I, you shared your band experience with us. I shared... A cover of a childhood song with you. I mean, it's awesome. bringing the feels back. Uh, it it just brings me back to the bottle that he was supposedly playing this off of. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Brings oh me back god. to Ed's dancing. That's amazing. Uh, it just it I just unfortunately can't slap my friends to this because some of the, some of them don't get it. Some of them would get it, but even if the ones who did, they'd be like, "Stop it!" Like, why are you yelling at me about a horse? What did I do? What are you doing? Why are you That's uh, my horse. Oh my! God. It's it's yours. Just have it. Oh, and it's my horse. Oh. Yeah. Um. I have else? a question for you guys. Right. I don't think I've asked you guys yet. So, out of off of Attaboy, what was your favorite song to play or record, mm. Casey? I'm putting it out there. Like the favorite one to, to record or the one the one to do live? Both. One one of both. Because you, you recorded. So I would say Anyways was my favorite to record. Just cause like I the, like Mark was like pushing me like so much on my vocals and like I was hitting notes that I didn't know I could hit before, which was kind of cool. But like by the end of it, I had no voice; like it was gone. Yeah, I remember and that. I remember Mark. Like I come out of the vocal booth, and Mark is like, "Dude, you want some water?" I'm like, "Yes, <laughs> please, please." <laughs> I, I sounded like SpongeBob when he was like completely like dehydrated without the water. Water would be nice. <laughs> That's exactly what oh, it like. Yeah, no, that was, that was, that was, I remember that. But like, that was so cool. So that was probably my favorite one to record. My favorite one to play is probably, uh, either Broken Kid or Afterthoughts. Okay. Like, it's okay. tough to choose between those two, because I feel like Broken Kid is just fun, because like, it's, it's got that, like, really fun chorus, but Afterthoughts, is, it's just so, like, fast and, like, angry. Dancing. It's it's got that yeah. dancey chorus. And I like that one. Yeah, see, I would also say Afterthoughts. I really like that. Mm -hmm. It's also the most challenging to play on bass. So it's, anytime we play it live, I'm always like, oh man. Well, like, especially when you I when you cannot get out of time here. <laughs> like if you if you like, because that's what's so cool. Like you you do like actual finger picking. You don't do like the the Mark Hoppus only pick up a bit and no no offense but like when you pick up the pick and play it, it's a lot easier. But you do it with the fingers. I, yeah. I could never do that. See, I was. Usually I can play stuff that fast if I play just three fingers, but for whatever reason I can't get the timing down. So yeah, I have to do it with just two, which oh, I'm just like sweating buckets by the end of it. My forearms cramping up. It's like never the last song we play either. Right. So it's always like it's okay, always in the middle song. Oh, okay, still the rest of the set to go. Great, yeah. great, great, great. You, know, you kind of usually play that one early. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, that's fine. I mean, it's good to the point where like it's I guess not I never as thought bad. About that. Well, most of our songs are okay. There you go. After that. So I mean, worst case scenario, I could get a pick or something. Yeah. I won't, but I could. <laughs> You'd always play it last at your you center. I, I actually so. started off, when I first started trying to play bass with a pig, and then one of my friends made fun of me. It's like, oh, dude, don't do that. Oh, that's, that's that one awful. real bass is Yeah, too. which, like, in hindsight now, like, shut up, Evan. Like, <laughs> you're not even good at guitar, but, like... <laughs> that was so, roasted. But, you know, I, I am glad that he did that, because then I learned how to play with my finger, you know, because I learned, ended up learning how to play a bunch of other fingers. So like you should be saying thank like you that, because he challenged you. Thank you, but yeah, also, but like, dude. I don't appreciate the attitude. <laughs> I don't know, like, I don't judge people that play with the pick. I'm just personally glad that I learned how to play with that one because I don't think I ever would have tried to learn to play like slap bass or anything like that if I'd just been playing with the pick. So. Well, that's the thing. Like now you can be like way more versatile, which is which is really cool. Like yeah, so I am glad it, it happened that way. Fancy. But Evan, still, man. 
How could you? <laughs> How could you kill his yeah. dreams? It's fine. He also went to your rival school, so if you want another thing, just like oh. make fun of him for. He's, he's kind of asking for it. I don't know. <laughs> don't show up. Go blue. You board. Oh, I mean, if if he did, we don't we don't care. we get we have kids wearing Spartan sweatshirts around here, and I'm like, really? Why? Like, but, <laughs> see, but like, I'm like, that's 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 okay, that would happen like at my school. But like, like, at my school, we'd be like, oh, okay, you didn't get in. That's right. not the case here. Like, right. you got into the better school <laughs> academically. Don't want to take a side here. Wait, wait, wait. For the record, oh, for the record, I hate well, both of your schools. This is just said. So, I don't know, for the record, I don't like either of your schools. I went to Western Michigan. Go the vote. Screw you, PJ Fleck. We can't say that anymore. I don't know what our thing is now. We will rain. I forget. Anyhow, but like here, like it's hard to get into U of M academically speaking. Why would you wear state stuff? Like, it's. I feel yeah, like I if you it. go, to, I feel like, like if you go to U of Maine Arbor campus, you're probably gonna face a lot more heckling. But over here, people or are just mugged. like, <laughs> yeah, and rightly so. Who is this? <clears throat> Hello, child. I don't know who walked into this. He's your new friend. Hi. What's up, bud? Hi. I don't know if you can hear us. I, I, we're, we're not looking for Jesus. Cool. <laughs> Say hello. Hi. Uh, we are now friends. <laughs> is this friendship? <laughs> Just the butterfly. Is this friendship? <laughs> Do you want to play That's My Horse with us? Oh, he left. Oh, okay. Bummer. Come on. Oh, it's a friendship. You just tell us what yours was. Okay, oh, so. okay. Um, my favorite. I got two. So when we were recording... You can't have two. Oh. Really? You can no. have three. Oh, okay. Or one. Or one. Not but two. not two. So what if you average them? Recording, I was a big fan of playing Broken Kid, because originally the time signature on it was shorter. So I feel like I got to contribute. <laughs> and at the time, I'm like, that would be really cool to like do double time the whole time. And it is. But live, it's not. <laughs> very, very taxing. But I think my favorite one to play live is probably either Afterthoughts or There's Always, uh, always Next Week. Okay. That's sad. That one's fun. Because I like the intro. Okay. Yeah, you feel the fun part for that. It's fun. I have a lot of fun parts in that song. So we all like Afterthoughts. That's Afterthoughts good. is, it's, I think it's unified. <laughs> We've agreed on something. I do like Broken yes. Kid. When we first... When I first learned it, I did not like it because it changed too much. <laughs> yeah. It wasn't easy and consistent. But now that I actually want to play it, very much enjoy it. Oh, yeah. Yeah. There you go. Well, that one, like, I feel like was... I, I, I got so, like, focused on the course, I wasn't thinking about anything else for it. And then I finally sat down like, okay, no, you can't do that. Like, we're not going to do, like, you know, the one hook and then you're done kind of thing. So, like, I sat down and, like, tried to actually write the whole thing. And I, like... I don't know. I, I feel like that one structurally came out really well. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. For sure. Yeah. Like, but afterthoughts is like angry and fast. It's fast dancey. I, you guys say it's angry and fast. I just think it's dancey. But it's got that ba one bouncy. Part it's got the bouncy. The it it repeats. Oh, that's true. It's cool. The bouncy part. The bouncy part. The bouncy part. <laughs> technical <laughs> terms all yeah, around here. Very, very technical terms. terms. Yeah. We're really good with music theory too. Yeah. <laughs> okay, it's probably it's probably better than I'd be. I'd be like, yeah, the the part with the thing. <laughs> I'm not even good with that notes. one. Like, I, I still gotta use tabs. I tabs and I'm I'm trying to reteach myself music and it's hard. It's I I don't remember notes for anything. See, yeah, I can... tabs I'm good. You you give me notes I'm gonna be like you know what what alien language is this? There's <laughs> <laughs> math here. I do it for trumpet. Like I can read treble clef, bass clef. I don't even know what the notes are. I never bothered to learn that, even though it's I used to play. Always threw me off. I played in jazz band as the bassist. I just <laughs> yeah, would have to go oh through and look. They give me real sheet music, and I would then write the tablatures over top of them and just do I that. Just like, okay, this one, this one. I usually work. Just look at like Mr. Todd's be like, can I just do whatever I want? Like, <laughs> just like so disappointed because like I was I was first chair trumpet, and then I was just like the worst bassist out of one. <laughs> like, <laughs> I just could tell, just like. What? You're not bad at your real instrument. What are you? Why are you not good at this one? Bases are imaginary oh, now. He <laughs> uh, never let uh, me play the full upright bass, which we use for real concerts, but I never got to for some reason. Ooh, cello. 
It's because yeah, you wrote yeah, everything yeah, yeah, in tags. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is funny because the other bassist that did get to play would like lose the bow, which is like a thousand dollars for everyone listening. Those are very expensive. Oh my god, are you serious? Yeah, yeah. yeah. He found it like stuffed behind lockers. That's a good place. For yeah, yeah, good stuff. But it's fine. I'm not. I'm not bitter. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lot of salt coming off of Todd. Right I've heard nice things about Brian. Todd is, is like bringing out all these grudges today. Like So it's like salt water taffy. He's yeah. like, I'm not bitter, but then it's like... Maybe a little bit. Saltier I've than my nice fries. I've nice things about him earlier. This was the same guy who had been my band teacher when I was younger. Who's son like okay. So Okay, you got your nice person. and your, your feisty. Yeah. It's a good it averages. It averages. It's, it's like good. It. You gotta have balance. Yeah. It's important. But yeah, moral of the story, never good with the actual music theory. That's <laughs> <laughs> uh, And like, I play banjo too, and I also don't know how to play for that. That The official, because it's like such a weird like Appalachian like folk music thing, mm-hmm. nobody uses like actual music for that. It's just like tablatures, but not right. normal tablatures. It's other tablatures you gotta learn. Sheet music. Yeah, university <laughs> learning. Banjo tablature. Yeah. Oh, uh, we have running water here. You want to teach your music theory? It's called music theory. Get out of here, yeah. Okay? Yeah. <laughs> it's not solid fact, it's a theory. I think I attempted the banjo really once stuff. and was like... It's a beautiful no. instrument. I just couldn't do it. It's, <laughs> it's, it's It's... I like it, it's just that I didn't have the, um... Sauce for it. Uh, okay. I can't use words for... if. if my listeners don't know, but I ha- use a lot of hand movements, and they can't see this. I feel like if I had a camera on me, it'd be a lot more like, okay, now we know what kind of weird she is. I thought it looked pretty smooth myself. I mean, it's, it's just like, yeah. You were like coaxing the word coaxing. out. And it was pretty great. I mean, it Thank worked. you. Thank it you. Worked. I appreciate that. <laughs> Not a total lost child. <laughs> yeah. Um... We've had an awesome time. Like, we've yeah, it's been good interview. Thank you, you guys. Again. You guys are cool. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait like to see you. Think we are. <laughs> yes. Very cool. <laughs> Remember that when you see us live. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, they, they, they really did suck, but they were cool guys. So. Yeah, they were. They seemed very nice on the radio. <laughs> the humble, uh, the anti humble pen is uh, if oh, I God. could like, not drop it. Duck. <laughs> yeah. Just kill Bill Pets. sirens. Yeah. <laughs> Psycho music starts playing in the background. Uh, <laughs> as high as I can go. I can do the chipmunk voice. I can do the very good voice. I can't do that high. Speak. Not with that attitude. Not with, yes, I not with this attitude. You. Oh, thank you. The only, the only voice I can do... Oh, are you pointing at me? I'm actually pointing at Todd. That was a Todd Holquist endorsement right there. So take that. Oh, thank you. I will take that. Good. I was going to say the only voice I can actually impersonate is Elmo. Well, now you're going to have to do oh, it. Oh, now, now you have to do it. I'll you do my chip. You knew I'll, do, I'll do Theodore from the Chipmunks if you do Elmo. Okay, all right. Okay, this is about to be a showdown, people. Ooh, yeah. Before we start, who's going to be more accurate with their voice? Who's going to sound more... That is quite the challenge. Yeah. Like, <laughs> gauntlet's going down. I mean, I've, I've had, I have heard his Elmo. It's going to be tough. <laughs> but I, I have faith in you. Do, you. do you remember Chowder? Yes. Do you remember um, Truffles? Yes. Truffles? Oh my god! Hey, my Pops! Oh god, that is so loud. Oh my god, oh. that was awesome. <laughs> so I'm you're off to a great start, aren't you? <laughs> okay. Alright, so now, Ben, alright, Brendan. What's my name? What? Uh, Benden. Benden. Works for me, you heard him. <clears throat> I know the names of my, my so fun friends. Friend. Brendan's Benden. actually a nickname, it's yes. short for Benden. <laughs> it works, it makes more sense. Brendan. Okay, let's see if I can do this. What I got. Oh my god. Oh my goodness. Oh my goodness. Okay. That was so good. good. Okay. Alright. Like, like, I, I think she beat me. No, we're gonna, we're gonna drop out. You guys yeah. are gonna start your own side project. <laughs> Get up on stage and just do like the voices. And you're gonna win. I mean, we could do like an Austrian death machine kind of thing where you just do uh, impersonations over really loud metal. Todd, you and I will do that's my horse. Death yeah, 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 yeah. You guys do your voices. Uh, we'll be set. That's my horse. <laughs> <laughs> I'm ready, I'm ready. 
right, so everyone can go vote on our official our official Twitter poll on this one. Ooh. It's up right now. Ooh. So Ooh. good man. Twitter poll. Go vote. Do you, do you have our, our Twitter handle? Yeah, yeah, in case you guys are wondering. Our Twitter and our Instagram handle is AMTM Band. Or I should say at AMTM Band for both. Nice and at is in the, the fancy A. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the curse of A. <laughs> and, and for you more old-fashioned folk like myself who still love Facebook, it's just facebook.com forward slash almost made the mixtape. And we, we, we post pretty regularly, so like, you know, you can joke around with us. It's fun. Come follow us. It's, it's a good time, we promise. All right. We don't bite. Well, not on the Facebook. Not all the time. <laughs> not hard. You're, you're, not, you're not my cat. No. You're not my cat throwing a tantrum. You're fine. Okay, so I actually, because I, I love cats, and so does my, uh, well, my fiance. Yeah, yeah. Oh, fiance. Oh, yeah. Oh, I Which I have <gasps> Congrats. Mm-hmm. Now we got, I don't know the sound effects for a sound of applause, but we're just going to give, yes. like, a manual. Why, thank you. old-fashioned way. Yes. <laughs> but so my fiance is, like, I mean, she is all about cats. So, like, her her parents have, like, probably four cats at their house and it's kind of crazy but like in a good way you know and then we have one in our apartment and she's like adorable she's got like the golden eyes and like the like beautiful gray fur her name is sylvia and she's the best ever so i just wanted to say that in terms of cats i can I'm right there with you. I, I also have a cat, and I love my, my little cat. He, he's more like a dog, though. He acts like a dog. But so he's, does he play fetch like mine? No. <laughs> no, he's a little bit more lazy. He's a big cat, though. Uh, he's not, like, fat. He's just, he's huge. Just, Casey can attest, he's, like, big. Oh, he's, he's a big boy. But, like, he's, he's fluffy big. He's not, like, he's not bony big. No, he's, he's got a lot of muscle like, on him, too. I've found out. Wow. He's he's like a tiger. But he's he's a good guy. I like him. He's my he's oh, my he's, fuzzy pal. He's adorable. Yes. And get, he actually he used to be terrified of me. Like I could never like every time I went to Brandon's place, he's just gone. Right. And then lately, he'll actually come out and like kinda nuzzle me a little bit. He just like melts my heart and I'm like, oh gosh. I'll, I'll show you guys my my cat pictures. I have I have him in a U of M hoodie. Ooh. Oh my god, that's awesome! That's awesome. He tolerated for five seconds, and he was sitting there like, <laughs> "I will end you, woman." What is your cat's name? Well, it's technically I took over for my roommate. Okay. I'm taking him with me after we move out, but his name is Reagan. But I call him everything but Reagan. <laughs> I call him. Yeah. I call him Bubster. Jazargo after the Khajiit from Skyrim. Nice. Nice. I call him. What else do I call him? Bub or boy when he's in trouble. <laughs> Which his, his his punishment isn't even punishment. He goes in his crate for two minutes and then he's out. <laughs> <laughs> you have to go take a nap. <laughs> right. yeah. Take a take a Think about what nap. You've done. Unless you don't you can't want do to. Can't do the time. You can't do the time. You don't do the crime. Okay, you're out. <laughs> uh, uh, what else? Uh. Lately, I've been calling him Kitty Butt. I don't know. Butt, I like it. That he, he responds to it. Yeah, and that's important. It's hard exactly. To they don't know what to do with their real name. <laughs> no, they works. don't. I got a friend who's got a cat that they call Scooter Butt, which is <laughs> a very ironic name because that is one fat cat. <laughs> not, I mean, like, just doesn't move at all. <laughs> they did. They originally wanted to call him Stormageddon, Dark Lord of All, which I thought. <laughs> Why? I, I, Didn't they do it? Parents got in the way. Like, no, we can't do that. Ruining their fun. And it's like, okay, there's never been a better name ever than Storm Again, Dark Lord of All. You just passed on it? I might be stealing that name. Yeah, that's same. <laughs> this is an endorsement. Like, go go name your pet Storm Again, Dark Lord of All. Just not too many people, because that's going to get lame and boring. You don't want it's like, who, Storm Again? And then there are like 10 people in the vet. Yeah, that's mine. Wait. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have cats, Todd? I don't. I did grow up with cats, though. My parents had two cats when I was much younger, and then we had a cat when I... Because I was born in Lansing, and I moved over here when I was younger. We had a cat for a while. I haven't had a cat in a, in a bit, though. I, when I stop moving around so much, I probably will get one. I, I love cats. Are you a Join cat or dog guy? Uh, I mean, more a cat, probably. I do like dogs, though. 
I, like, I used to I say it all the way I was a dog guy, and now I'm like so split. Like, I, I couldn't say. I call that split the I like fuzzy four legged animals yes. group. Yeah, so that's rabbits, too. That's like exactly it. what so, I'm going to say from now on whenever yes. anyone asks yeah. me. See, I grew up with birds, and I still wow, love that, birds. That's hardcore. That's like, really cool. I think I had... Too smart. Right, they are, they are so smart. I had one that was... Scary. Like, you threw, you waved an object in front of his face, and he would sit perfectly still, but just move up his head up and down. He'd be like, hi, Bobby. He'd be sitting there like... <laughs> and I'm like, okay, uh, I don't know what this is, but cool. Uh, like, I'm gonna roll with we it. had one that would escape Sorry. his cage, and then he'd get up, or she would get up on the top of it, and then she'd start doing, like, backflips and, like, roll over. Like, this <laughs> tiny little bird, like, escaping this, like, metal cage, and, like, these, like, these, like, ties that were trying to secure them. She'd escape them and just get up, and then she'd just sit there and do, like, a circus performance. <laughs> and no one taught her any of this. She did this on her own. <laughs> But she, she'd make sure she'd have to make sure people were watching, and then she'd wait till they laughed, and she crawled back in her cage. <laughs> That's awesome. I'm like, they I don't, don't have fingers. That's awesome. Um, Birds would rule the world if they had they, hands. They would rule the world. Birdemic, <laughs> greatest movie ever made. Birdemic. It's a good one. Just turn into some Alfred Hitchcock stuff. I feel like they'd be too peaceful though to like attack. They'd be so, good overlords. They, they'd just be sitting there like, cool. Where's my seed? Yeah. I'm done. <laughs> They, they they wouldn't be down to hurt anybody. They'd just be like, okay, give me my space. I'm good. <laughs> right. uh, Do you still have birds then? Unfortunately, like all of them passed away. But oh. yeah, it was this was before I moved in with the cat. But they, they they're like the last two we had lived to be like twelve, and they were like Jeez. the small budgies. Like they were the tiny boys. Wow. Birds oh, wow. live. Yeah, so they last. Parrots would be like sixty. Yes, right? par parrots and like. The larger, like the larger it is, the longer it's gonna live. Like oh. decades upon decades upon decades. <laughs> it's, a, it's a family heirloom. It yeah. is. When I pass, you may have my bird. That's why I just want to find someone. It's like, hey, you you don't want to uh, take care of this elderly bird anymore. It's mine now. It's mine now, and I'm, I'm naming him. <laughs> Less energy. Storm again. Yes, I'm naming him Storm again. Yeah. Oh. Well. I don't have anything else to ask. Well, we have had a lot of fun. It's been yeah. fun. I, yeah, I like learning about cool. Stormageddon. I like learning about the, the stories. Yeah, and uh, hopefully... Stories. <laughs> uh, hopefully don't get stuck in the winter in a Mustang again. Yeah, that's that's higher on our priority Just list. Everybody remember my mom saying my heart will go on. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> and that's why he got into music. Celine Dion... <laughs> Took credit for my mom's work. It was it was it was a crime, but Not we're again. gonna get it resolved. <laughs> the, the, they're going through the paperwork right now. <laughs> it's a very it's a non-going lawsuit. Exactly. All right. Well, it's been fun. Thank you for having us. Thank you. Yeah, thank thank you. you very much. Thank and, you, Dear Moore. And you and everyone listening, this better come to the Broken Heart Smash, or I'll find you and cry to you. And when is the Broken Heart Smash again? That's a very good question. Uh, <laughs> it is, let me double check. February 21st, I think. I think it's the Thursday. I know it is from 6 p.m. to 10. Yeah, 6 to 10 or like 11 or something. Open to the public and free? It is open to the public and it is free. It is the 21st. February 21st in the University Center of UM Dearborn. 6 to 10. It is free. There will be food. I, I heard... Pizza. Pizza. There is pizza. pizza. Which, Which okay. excited me. Pizza and pop punk is like, I mean, thanks like to that's the best. Come on. <laughs> you don't get yes. better than that. No, you don't. So for my normal listeners, when I am normally in 7 to 8.30 on Thursdays, but I'm not going to be in that day. I'm going to be at Broken Heart Smash. And Where you better you tune be. in. You better you better tune in. You better come. Get the pizza. Tune in. Yes. You said you'd find them and cry. Uh, I, uh, yeah, we just help. we could cry too. We'll cry. Yeah, no. I I just I, I'd, I'd have to turn on like not just the but I'd have to turn on like the ugly cry where it's like you can't oh, work. just yeah, the waterworks. Water <laughs> <laughs> just just open them out trauma after trauma. Just it's fine. <laughs> it's all because you didn't go to BHM. <laughs> I'm not I'm not that terrible. I'm not that I'm not that yandere, but. <laughs> Unless you guys don't go. Unless you guys don't and go. But I, no I just... <laughs> I'll just cry. There are no threats other than tears. That's a pretty big threat. 
Uh, yeah, that's a, that, I'd say that's a big threat. Yes, exactly. <laughs> very legal. Can't stress that one enough. It's, it's a very legal consequence. Well, yes. Amelia, thank you so much. Thank yeah, you. Thank you. Thank you, guys. And go to BHS. Thank you.